Welcome to Everything Co-op, bringing you information on how cooperatives can help improve your quality of life. This show is being sponsored by the National Co-op Bank, NCB. The NCB is dedicated to strengthening communities nationwide for the delivery of banking and financial services for the nation's cooperatives, their members, and other socially responsible organizations. For more information on the power of community ownership, visit ncb.coop. That's ncb.coop. Now stay tuned for your host, Vernon Oaks. Good morning, everybody. This is Vernon Oaks. Welcome to Everything Cooperative this morning. We're so glad that the shutdown is over, at least for a couple more weeks here. But people had to go through some hard times, which is like, the question is, what are some of the things that we could learn from this shutdown? I mean, I was, I've been told for quite some time that people are, most Americans, majority of Americans are three paychecks away from homelessness. Three paychecks. And it looked like from the news that I watched that some people were only one paycheck away from homelessness. Okay. So we get a lot of people, one paycheck away from homeless. And what are some kinds of things that one might be able to do to protect against these things happening? Because you never know. It used to be that if you had a good government job, the good and the good government job was it was dependable and you had good benefits. Okay. You know you were going to get your paycheck and you know you had great benefits. And that's what caused one to have a good government job. And then the other part of today is really like, what did the co-ops do to help with their membership? You know, one of the benefits of cooperation is is a group of people that come together to do something. And it could be that they come together to get financial services and create a a credit union or come together and create a food co-op or a taxi cab co-op. Any business that's owned by the employees is called a a worker cooperative, and if it's owned by the people that uses the products and services, it's called a consumer co-op. And so credit unions are consumer co-ops. Food food co-ops could be either a consumer co-op or a worker cooperative and housing co-ops or consumer co-ops. And this morning, we're going to talk about what the credit unions have been doing in the area. One of the things that is really clear about co-ops is they're very resilient, Resilient. They they stay around. They bounce back in crises, whether it was the Great Depression or the Great Recession or government shutdowns. Uh, go through problems, go through uncertainties, go through crises, and then bounce back. People sh- come together and work together. This is what makes co-op so great is a, a group of people. And we just talked with these Tacoma Park, Silver Springs, Food Cooperative, 10,000 members, and that's what they do. And now we're going to talk with Mr. Anthony Dunnigan. Perfect. You nailed it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You heard me struggling with that. Hey, you know, I've been I've been used to that name my whole life. Whenever there's a pause, I know my name's coming up next. That's all okay. right. Okay. I'm just, hey, we're tickled pink that you took some time uh, out of your, your busy day today to, to talk to us about what credians are doing. And so you're with the National 
Association of Federal Credit Unions. Federally insured credit unions. Federal yes, insured. sir. I mean, so we represent the credit unions, financial cooperatives, right? That's what we're talking about today, right, right. that serve 115 million Americans. And, uh, you know, what I'm here to talk to you today is about how our, our industry really stepped up during the recent shutdown, which could happen again, right? Yeah. Uh, the current deal is, is only uh, was three weeks long, so we could be looking at the same issue, uh, issue again. So, Anthony, since I have a little difficulty with your Danigan, so I call you Anthony here. That's beautiful. So what is a credit union? I know it's a consumer co-op. I gave a definition of a consumer cooperative a little bit earlier where a group of people come together who uses the products and services. And I've had, over the five years, I've had a number of different credit unions on that I've talked about how they got started with five people coming together. And they may have, you know, a million people or 100,000 people. And they started out with maybe five people putting in $10 a piece. And now they had millions of dollars in their assets. So what do credit unions do? Okay, credit unions are a financial institution, but the ownership structure is is different from every other kind of institution. So a bank, for example, has investors, and they pony up money, and their goal is to start a financial institution and make some profit. There's nothing wrong with that. Credit unions are different. The people that are going to use the financial institution, they pony up the money together to create a financial institution that serves their community. And that's what happened. Uh, So, yeah, it was five people or 12 people back in 1934 or 1945. And over the years, as more and more uh, member owners are served and, and use the cooperative it grows, and in today, uh, credit unions offer mortgages, credit cards, debit cards, online banking, mobile banking, anything you could possibly want. But here's the beautiful thing. Because it's created by the members for the members, they know when there's trouble. And so the board of directors of a, of a credit union come from the membership. So, for example, military credit unions or ones that serve the, the Coast Guard, for example, they have people on the board from the Coast Guard. So when the Coast Guard wasn't going to get paid during the shutdown, the board of directors is already in tune with what's going on. And so I'm going to tell you, at least 500, probably more like 1,000 of our members stepped up with special programs because they knew their members were in trouble with the shutdown. Um, well, let, me, we, let me get something straight here. When you say a thousand of your members, you're talking about a thousand credit unions. Credit unions, yes, sir. And, and yeah. those credit unions, they may have ten thousand, twenty thousand members in each of those credit unions. So, if you yeah, have well, and we have some. We have some credit unions that have a million members. We have some that have seven million members. We have some credit unions that are small that might have two hundred and fifty members. Uh, and so, every credit union is created the same way. Some are just bigger. Some are smaller. But they're all at the same they all do have the same mission let's help our members navigate financially uh so that they uh, can build a better future so i'm a member of the nih federal credit union i hear about navy federal credit union i think it's much bigger okay uh i used to be a member of the howard university credit union when i taught there and my wife who was a teacher in in public school she was a member of apple federal credit union So there's all kinds of different credit unions for different groups of people, and some are bigger and some are smaller, like you said. Right. But they then offer all of these products. Normally, you can get it at a much better rate, interest rate, a loan for a car at a better interest rate than you can out with a bank, a mortgage at a better terms than you can out there with a bank and so forth. So you get, because it's members providing services for members. 
I tell you what, I, I need to hire you. You nailed it. I mean, that's um, you absolutely nailed it. And here's the reason why. It's just a different model. When I, I, you're, wait, a minute, wait a minute, I'm going to go back to hiring me. I, I don't. I don't charge much. But here's the beautiful thing. <laughs> when you're when your goal is not to make a profit, okay? Yeah. When your goal is to serve your members, that gives you a lot more leeway. You're not worried about hitting a, a stock target at the end of the quarter. You're trying to delight your members or provide greater services. Now, credit unions are fiscally sound. They are safe places to put your money, but the onus, again, is, hey, we're not going to fleece our membership. We're not going to uh, perpetrate fraud on them. We love our, we, we are our membership. We The membership and the credit union are intertwined. It's a beautiful model. So I, mean, I can tell you, too, this with the government shutdown, probably a week before it actually hit, we were getting emails and phone calls from our members across the country saying, hey, FYI, here's what we have planned for our members should this hit. Uh, we're talking they um, they were going to do 0% interest loans. Uh, they were going to basically forgive people's mortgage payments until the shutdown stopped. Uh, they were going to do able to just skip your pay with no interest accruing. Stop all the interest on all of your loans until this thing happens. Uh, some credit said, hey, if you have direct deposit with us, we're going to pay the direct deposit whether or not we get it. When your pay back pay comes back in, we're going to take care of it. Because you got to remember, credit we don't serve wait, everybody. Wait. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Sure. I got that last one is interesting. I hadn't heard that one. So, so if I have direct deposits from my paycheck, my paycheck stops because I'm a federal government. They're going to keep funding the direct deposit. Yeah, well, what you got to do is you have to reach out. In some cases, you had to reach out and talk to them. But yeah, absolutely. That is, and, and now every credit union is wow. a little bit different. But yeah, there were credit unions doing that. And here's the reason why credits don't serve the world; they serve their members. And so it's this, you know, like the shutdown wasn't like a headline on a newspaper. The shutdown was happening with their neighbors, with their their member owners, with people on their board, uh, or spouses of employees. I mean, I live in Arlington, Virginia, and on my block alone, there were probably 13 people affected by the shutdown. So credits are local, and having that local tie to your members, you feel their pain, and so you're going to figure out what you can do to help. Figure out what you can do to help before the problem started, before well, the problem was there. Yeah, you're talking got, about you got, it. Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to get ahead of it, or you're going to get run over by it. And so the credit unions, uh, this isn't the first shutdown. Uh, we had one, I can't remember how long it was ago, so unfortunately we've had a little bit of practice with this, but so proud of, of uh, credit unions that we work with and serve, how they stepped up. It was it was phenomenal, and there are lots of other groups that did it as well, but credit unions certainly pulled their weight in a little bit more. It was, it was a great uh, it was a great effort. And here's the thing. People kind of – they talk about some of the big credit unions that you think of, the, the D.C. area institutions. There's a credit union in Arkansas, Arkansas Federal Credit Union. They issued 43 interest-free loans. Now, sometimes when you use the term loan, it sounds kind of uh, – you know, it, it sounds something like it should be on a balance sheet or in a, in a financial report. I look at that as 43 families got a lifeline when they couldn't make ends meet. Yep. Uh, and that's in Arkansas. There's, there's credit union in California, Connect the Federal Credit Union. They had a beautiful program they rolled up. We had credit unions in Florida, Jetstream, and North Carolina Coastal. And, and I, I'm going to get in trouble because we had so many members. <laughs> you that can't count them all. <laughs> I can't <laughs> count them all, right? But I will tell you, my only thing is if you're listening to this program today, 
I would urge you, come on, get out there and find a credit union because that choice of how you do your banking really matters. You can bank with people that will have your back and will strengthen the community that you live and work and worship in. It's, uh, it, it, and I tell you what, we're growing. I, I think the, the secret's finally out. The word's out. Credit unions are a great place to for Main Street to manage their finances. And we have seen wonderful growth in the past two or three years because I think people want value. They want local, and they want ethical financial services. And, and uh, the, the credit unions we work with, well, they are they typify that and more. So earlier I talked about the, the values, and I like the ethical values of co-ops. And you hit when you talked about ethical, the ethical values of honesty, openness, and that's transparency. You can see the financials of the credit union, social yeah. responsibility, caring about the society, caring about the environment, and caring for one another. That's what this is all about, yeah. caring for each other when there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a storm coming. We can see it, okay? It's coming. It's called a shutdown in this case. And then what will we do for the members? And, and when you say your members, you're talking about credit unions. Credit, credit unions. unions and, and the, yeah, yeah. Members. You know, I, that's, I'm probably being a little confused. When I talk about NAFTA's members, these are the, the uh, credit unions across the country. But those credit unions, their members are 115 million Americans. And, and you know, that cooperation and ethics, you know, I came from a small town in Pennsylvania. And uh, sometimes people focus on the bad stuff that's happening out in America. But you will see amazing stories of Americans. Maybe it's an Amish barn raising. Maybe it's Meals on Wheels or helping a family that has been a victim of fire. When, when Americans have problems, people band together and pool their resources to fix the problem. And I really believe that is what America. is the most beautiful part. But that's the most beautiful part of credit unions. I think credit unions typify the best of America, people banding together to help. Um, and, and we do financial literacy, too. We, like, it's not just we're, we're going to cut you a deal on your loan. We're going to try to teach you about finances so that you can manage your household better, teach your kids how to manage your household better, so that next generation you're even smarter than we are today about finances. You know, I, I've been working in this industry for about now 20 years, and um, the people in it, the, each one you meet is better than the last one. And it's, um, it's, it's really heartwarming because there's a lot of good stuff happening out there. And co-ops, I mean, co-ops, you know this, but I mean, co-ops uh, and credit unions really typify the best of what we do. Yep, yep. This is what I like about co-ops is it is, and you talked about credit unions, which is one segment of co-ops, and it's a huge segment. I would think there's more members in co-ops than any other group of co-ops. Uh, there's a lot of housing co-ops, but I don't think yeah. it comes to 115 million people. <laughs> no, no, I lived in one in D.C. Uh, I, lived in I, I live in Park. one now. Where did you yeah. live at? Uh, River Park down in southwest D.C. It was a housing co-op. So, yep. yeah, I, this credit union it got me hooked on co-ops. But but I will say that for any, and for any uh, Americans out there that are still having issues from the um, from the shutdown, or if you still are, are worried about maybe the next shutdown, you know, spend 15 minutes and, and go out and do some research or talk to your HR professional where you work uh, or your neighbors and say, hey, where, what credit union do you belong to? And I'll tell you, um, that hour or two it might take to do research and move the account will be maybe some of the most you know, productive minutes, yeah, and rewarding minutes that you can spend. Because I'm telling you, where you do your banking matters. I mean, it matters for you. It matters for your community. And if you can roll that money into a credit union, you're not just helping yourself, but you're you're helping your neighbors and you're helping your community be a little bit stronger. I mean, I can even talk about shutdown. I got credit unions that focus on on financial literacy or childhood poverty or making sure kids have meals uh, at schools. Credit unions have a very – 
kind of it's in their soul to help their community. So that's why when the shutdown happened, credit unions were they they were chomping at the bit to help and get the word out. And it wasn't about profit. Well, we're not trying to make money, trying to help our members. You help a brother when when he's down. You're gonna, you're gonna have a, you know, it's, you're gonna build a, a good relationship. Member. It's a loyal yeah. member, and then they're, they're, they'll help somebody else when they're down because they know what it's like. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's helping each other. That's why caring for others. That's and there's one thing too. We also did at NAFQ. We really try to shine a light at what the credit unions have been doing for Americans to members of Congress. So like we wrote a letter to Chairman Moon Waters, you know Maxine Waters, the Honorable Maxine Waters, the chair of the Financial Services Committee. We want to make sure Congress knows what credit unions are doing. We want to make sure that news outlets know what credit unions are doing, because then that can get the word out uh, to to more and more Americans about hey, uh, you're worried about your finances or shut down. Come on, come talk to us. We'll we'll sit down with. Uh, with a helping hand, and, and we'll, um, we'll we'll see what we can do. Listen, we're going to take a break. I want you to hold on for me, and we'll come back and talk. I want to talk a little bit more about the principles. You, you mentioned several, education, training, and information, uh, voting, and getting uh, member boards, and how do people get on boards and all of this. But I want, I want to come back and talk more. I really enjoyed the conversation. You lifted me up, Anthony, with your <laughs> – that is quick. It's good. Hey, I'll great. be back. I'm on the line. I'll hold for you, buddy. All right. We'll be right back. Please don't touch that dial. Information is power, and that's why WOL is a great partner, because we're providing information. National Co-op Bank sponsors this program to provide information so you'll know about co-ops you can go out and you can find one you can go to tacoma park silver spring food co-op which we had on earlier or you can find a a credit union or a housing co-op or worker-owned co-op or you can start your own get information about how you start your own and anthony there used to be an app you could go to a web page you could go to to find the co-ops in your area how can they go find that uh, the co-op you know, there are lots of places where people go to, to search for credits. I would just recommend to people, Google. Google it. You know, just go there and, and just say, you know, put in your zip code and credit union, and you're going to get a list of probably 15 to 20 credit unions. You can go to ncua.gov. That's our government regulator, and they have a Find a Credit Union app there. But I think uh, what I always jo- joke, my Google machine usually does the heavy lifting. And then what I also would say is talk to your HR professional because a lot of organizations or businesses – have ties with the credit union, or there are credits that serve a particular geographic area. So those would be called community credits, and they might serve, for example, Arlington County, Virginia. There's an Arlington County Federal Credit Union, and there are other credit unions around that serve a geographic area. There's one in um, D.C. There's one for D.C. Oh, there's too. absolutely. Yeah. If I mean, you live we, in the, the District of Columbia, there's going to be scores. Some are tied to a specific federal agency. Some are tied to the region. Some are going to be closer to your, you know, to your neighborhood, and you can look for which one has an ATM location near to you or a branch, but they all have got you know great websites and online banking too. So you don't have to leave your house. Uh, yeah, we to get used the to benefit. have one in our church too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. I belong to St. Anne's Federal Credit Union in Arlington, and the branch is open for an hour after every mass. And we always joke that if you don't pay your your loans, Father Mel's <laughs> going to get after you. But it's a. It, it, but the, but the, actually, I, I don't. I shouldn't joke. The purpose of that credit union is to help immigrants that come to our country assimilate themselves into our financial services, and through the church. It's a much more welcoming way for people that may not be really, um, you know, mm-hmm. English is their second language. Well, listen, we're going to talk.
walk with them. And, and, and the idea with our church is that sometimes crippling debt can actually harm you uh, from a spiritual point of view and damage families. So that's really the mission of our credit union, our church's credit union, is to help you know people manage their debt so that when you don't have that worry, you can focus on the more important things like family, church. Isn't it really interesting how financial problems can hurt you emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They all sort of fit. And if you have your financials going well, the other things can go well. And if you're doing well spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally, a lot of times you will make better financial decisions. It's amazing how they hook up. My father said the same thing. Life is balanced, right? You want to be strong spiritually, physically, uh, you want to challenge your mind mentally, and you also have to take care of your household, which is the financials and what have you. And if credit unions can take the burden off of that angle and help people manage that, again, that frees up those thoughts and efforts to, again, go to the important stuff. Let's fo- that allows you to focus on your family, on your kids, uh, on your health. Like you said, it allows you to balance. And, and if any one of those areas in your life get off kilter, it could yeah, be bad. And, and credit unions try to make sure that doesn't happen financially. We're going to have your back. So I want to come back and talk about this education. You mentioned that. That's the fifth principle of co-op. But before that, you mentioned no fraud and ethical values. And I go back to 07, 08. It was caused because some financial institutions, some banks, some mortgage companies were providing a product that was bad for the member, bad for the person that was taking out the loan because the interest rates would go up over time and they couldn't afford them. And then they all crashed at the same time and there caused the whole economy go down. Credit unions didn't do that. Yeah, it's it's you're 100% right. I mean, the issue and the reason why it's the same reason why if you're in a small town, you you tend not to be rude because you're going to run into these people over and over again. But when you when you're in a credit union and you just serve your members, it's not like you can fleece them and move on to a new area. No, your membership's your membership. You treat them with with respect. respect. And now and you have a good business relationship at, at, at arm's distance, but you certainly don't fleece them. And so, you know, at the cornerstone. And when you, of, when you say oh, fleece, yeah. you're talking about you don't take advantage of them. Don't, don't take advantage, right? You, you don't, you don't do something that's unfair or deceptive in order to make take money. advantage of them and make money. Uh, what we want is long-term financial relationships that we take somebody, somebody's a young child, they open up their account, we'll take them all the way through to their retirement. That's what we're looking for. You don't, you don't do that by cutting corners with, with your member owners. Uh, you, you do that pro- by providing value. And, and uh, along the way, we try to teach people uh, about uh, financial counseling to, to kind of wean them off of things like payday lending or high interest credit cards and, and re, you know, get them into a credit union where interest rates are lower. We want people to be financially independent. Uh, that's, that's our goal. And, uh, and that's kind of where that teaching, a lot of credit unions have a very strong financial literacy component where they are trying to teach teenagers, adults, senior citizens, anybody how to better manage their finances. Because like you said, when you get your finances under control, it unlocks another layer of productivity and uh, performance in your life. You know, I taught marketing at Howard University, and I got an MBA, and when an MBA, it was always about every decision was based on what's the best return on investment for the shareholder, not what's best for the customer necessarily or not what's best for the environment, but what gives you the best return. And my boss at Howard taught me something, and he said, a marketer's job 
is to go into somebody's back pocket, take their money out of their back pocket, and get them to buy something whether they needed it or not. <laughs> okay, I just I never thought about a marketing job as that because that's not what I did. But that's what a lot of a lot of what happens in our buy right now. Get what yeah. you want right now is buy a car that's bigger than what you need or has more things on it than you need, and then it gets you in a debt. Well, you know, and you mentioned something interesting. By the way, Howard, what a great university, uh, a local university here in the D.C. region. But you touched on something. Hey, corporations do what's best for the shareholder. But credit unions have kind of solved this problem. Who is the shareholder at a credit the union? The members. I never it's thought the member, it that way. right? So you do the best thing for the member. And sometimes the best thing is in a higher interest rate. Sometimes the best thing is lowering a fee. Uh, sometimes the best thing is, is a lower interest rate. Or sometimes the best thing is an interest-free loan during a government shutdown. You know, in the short term, we're going to lose a little money. But we're not here to make money. We're here to serve our members. So you can't quantify that on a spreadsheet. But – you can quantify that in the overall value that we provide to our members. And members are happy. They'll keep coming back. They'll put their money in, and everybody puts their money in. It's kind of like the church at St. Anthony or Shiloh or Africa yeah. Street Baptist or whomever. Everybody put a little bit in, and then you get a massive stuff, and you can do things with it. You can help folks when they're down. So yeah. this credit union, you put your money in there, you get a bigger and bigger amount that they have on their balance sheet, each of these credit unions, and then they can make more and more loans and do more and more good for the uh, community. Yeah. But, but I also want to just say one thing. Sometimes people say, ah, you know, I remember a credit union when my grandfather owned one, and I think they just had savings accounts, and I'm not sure they even had checking account. You know, I just want to say those days are, you know, okay. that's, that's, would, that's old history. You know, if I anybody... I borrow something from Beric, Anthony. This, this is not your grandfather's credit union. The credit yeah. union of the day. Yeah. It's not yeah. your grandfather's credit union. It's if anybody it. has a concern, you know, like, well, I have access to my money. I'm a member of a couple of credit unions, and I've got four ATMs within 300 yards of where I work that I can go to without a fee. Uh, and so I urge people, man, you want a mortgage, you want a credit card, you want maybe even a business loan, you want to start a flower shop, whatever it is, credit unions now are the only difference, I think, with the credit is the way it's set up and its mindset of service. That's the difference now, uh, and it's a powerful difference. So what I like about co-ops is volunteer and open membership of the first principle. So anybody can join a credit union. Well, anybody can join as long as they're within the field of membership. But, yeah, you're right. And then one member, one vote. You get to that's, vote for your board of directors. That's so, the second one, Democratic yeah. member control. One member, one vote. Yep. Yep. You get to, you get to vote for your board, but you also tell your board what you want. Yeah. <laughs> the board provides products and services at a price that's better for the members. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Member economic participation. You get in. There's no buy-in to be a member of a credit union. Yeah. I mean, so if someone's asking, well, what do I need to do? How complicated is it? Well, I mean, can you open up? A, it's just opening up an account. You might have to give them $5, but if you ever want to close your account, which you won't, but you get the 5 bucks back. Right. And at that point, you're in. And it's unbelievable. Uh, you have access to every product and service, and it doesn't matter how much money you have, uh, a lot or little. You need a loan or you need a share account or like a savings account. You're a member, right? So that's the key thing. It's uh, once you're in, you're a member. And autonomy and independence, you own it, you control it, the members control it. And then we talked about education, training, and information. And the sixth principle is cooperation among co-ops and credit unions are working with housing co-ops and housing co-ops are working with worker co-ops. And concern for community, we already talked about. We only have a minute left. What do you want to leave people with, Anthony? I love talking to you, brother. 
here's one thing I'm going I'm to tell you. Hey, there's a lot of stories out there. People can kind of get down in the dumps. I'm telling you, there's a lot of good happening out there, and, and I'm really proud of my uh, the credit unions that we work with and serve. They really stepped up. If you're a consumer out there and you're stressed about finances or you're worried about maybe the next shutdown, hey, take a look at a credit union. I firmly believe there is a credit union that is perfect for everyone. You're not a number. You're not a number on a spreadsheet. You're a member, uh, and they are, are member-owned. And, and I, I tell you what, uh, the greatest thing that ever happened to me was my dad signed me up for our credit union back in Tawanda, Pennsylvania when I was uh, 17, and I got my first car loan there, and I have been hooked uh, ever since. Thank you, Anthony. Everybody out there, please have a great week and live cooperatively. We'll see you next Thursday. Again, thanks, Thanks Anthony. so much. News Talk, 1450 AM, WOM, and 95.9 FM.